Hello, Match Made in Manhattan listeners. This is Katie speaking. Okay, so the most classic thing ever happened in today's episode. I am taking full responsibility for this. While we were recording with our special guest in this episode, I forgot to turn my microphone on. So (laughs) you can hear a slight echo of me talking every once in a while, but for the most part, Colby and Adam are taking the lead on today's episode. You don't need to hear from me because our guest is worth listening to. Like He is the main attraction for today's episode. So with that, I'm going to let you guys listen. Apologies for the technical difficulties. We are slowly figuring this thing out. I also got kicked off of Grindr once. For what? They said said it was lewd behavior. The entire app is lewd behavior. I am I here? I'm more fabulous than this. Guys, we are back today with a special guest. <laughs> Welcome back to Match Me in Manhattan with Adam, Colby, and Katie. And today, for a little time, Hayden. Hayden. Oh my God, hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly honored to be here. Wait, where did you get your username from? Like, how, when did that happen? Because I'm a hater. <laughs> no, no, because my friends just randomly called me haters and it just stuck. That's amazing. Because it's very now you a lot can of be like super shady and everybody's just like I haters. Mean, hello, that's yeah. my brand. Yeah, haters <laughs> in the building. Hayden is in New York City. He's here for work and play. Kathy's birthday. <laughs> so excited. What's your costume? So I'm being Olivia Rodrigo on the cover of Sour. I'm going to do the full stickers. I may or may not wear a skirt. So you to may. be determined. I think you have to. I know. Now that I've said it, like I kind of have to. Yeah. Wait, we, Hayden, you've, we have to tell them committed. why you asked if you could even wear a skirt. Because the last time Hayden visited <laughs> and he oh, tried sorry. to get into the bar we were at, the bouncer would not let him in because he was in shorts. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing in New York that you couldn't wear shorts into bars because that's not a thing in Boston. We like, didn't warn you. We yeah. didn't warn you. Well, I wouldn't, I mean. <laughs> but also we weren't anticipating you to come out in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they literally was calling me and was like, they won't let me in. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. I went upstairs and was talking to the bouncer and I was like, please, he's the birthday girl's best friend. Hayden literally had never met the birthday girl. I don't even think we met the birthday girl. I didn't even know whose birthday the it was. The best part day. is that I had just met you that night. Yeah, you did. That was the first time I met you both. And I was like, and we would go to war for you. <laughs> yes. I was like, that is my best friend and he needs to come into this bar. And he was like, he's wearing shorts. And he almost let me in too. He did. And then one of my friends didn't have their vaccine cards. So, they, so none of us. Uh, Again, and I was like, all right, it just wasn't meant to be tonight. It's not yeah. meant to be. Vaccine card vax, and pants. Vax, vax and vaccine and card, pants, and an ID. Yep. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk first, before we get into like juicy stuff, I want to hear about your life in Boston because Colby's from Boston. Mm-hmm. But just tell us about like going out, what's it like, like just for the people that are listening, because you are like our resident Boston. Uh, resident Bostonian. <laughs> yeah, we're a couple of uh, founding fathers we over here. We literally are. With John Quincy Adams. Yeah. Like, the only difference we know is that they wear shorts to go out there. Yeah, yeah really, honestly. Right. Yeah, the, well, you um, either I've, wear shorts or like a flannel. Yep. Or a Patriots jersey. I wear a lot of flannels and a lot of Patriots jerseys, and I've never chopped wood or gone to a Patriots game. No idea why. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's just, like, a way more casual version of New York. Um, We don't really do many clubs. Like, there's not a club scene, really. It's low-key. Yeah, Boston's very low-key. It's, like, there's, there's just... There's honestly not much to do, which is why I come to New York so often. But, like... I love it. My whole family's there. There's not much to do. I love it. Good job, Hayden. 
a conundrum. <laughs> Some people enjoy not doing a lot. Yeah, like, and I don't well, mean to talk shit about Boston. Yeah. It's great. It's a great city, there. but there's definitely not as much to do as there is in New York. Like the bars all close at one. That's like when we go That's out the here worst at New part. York. Yeah, yeah, it's the worst part that the bars close at literally one. Wait, well, so it's because... last like twelve thirty. Yep. Well, the worst, the actual worst part about that is you still work as late as you do in New York. So, like, imagine getting out of work and, like, wrapping up your day closer to 7 because mm -hmm. nobody actually works 9 to 5. And then if you're not in a bar by, like, 8, you're in a line down the street that you probably, like, won't even be able to get into the bar for a like to enjoy it before they close yeah they start even earlier now yeah. too They're, like i was in a bar i was in a line the other night for a bar at like 6 30 stop and i was like why am i here i'm more fabulous than this yeah like i can't handle you're it. like i do not need to wait in this line yeah but wait, no, there, you do are there like a lot of bars that people can go to or no. are your options slim it depends on what you're looking for really like yeah. if you're young and like going out it's southie okay. and that's really it the rest of the city is like there's not many bars. Like there's there's the downtown, but that's like you never go to those bars. Yeah. And, like well, I've those never been bars to a I feel one. like were thing. My office when I worked in Boston for my first year out of college, like we would go to happy hour, or, like get drinks after work mm. somewhere around our office, yeah. and I worked in downtown. But yeah, I would never go there otherwise. No. I mean, I feel like you're in Southie or you're by the Garden, the North End area, but like you're only going out by the garden yeah. if you're going to a game and a or lot of a things are, a lot of things surround the sports like yeah. my weekends are surrounded by like who's playing and like i don't ever know who's actually playing no, until somebody texts me like yeah. oh we're going here for the celtics game we're going here for the bruins game yeah. and i'm like okay i don't care about any of this shit it's yeah. like i own all those jerseys yeah exactly i'm like i just know their color palette right That's it. Like, yeah i can dress up for it i cool. don't know their schedule <laughs> no. i don't know who plays <laughs> But I can attend a drinking their name, event. Not their story. Exactly. Wait, is there a gay scene there? A pretty. There's a pretty decent gay scene in Boston. Wait, yeah. Have you been to Club Cafe? <laughs> Every <laughs> gay man that's been in Boston I has blacked out at Club Cafe. I've been there like three times, and it honestly is like the most wild experience. It is, but ratchet. I was obsessed with it. Oh yeah, Why I didn't thought we it was go? amazing. We didn't go when we went to Boston. Yeah, well, I can bring you uh, if you, you come back. <laughs> I'm yeah. opening up to it. I'm being more you open. You were <laughs> open last fall or last spring when we went. No, it was like you, six months ago. Yeah, you were not open to it. From one extreme of not liking gay bars to then going to Club Cafe because it's an actual like shit show. Like, but if truly. you just black out there, like that'd be the perfect entryway. Yeah. It's, it's very easy to black out there well, because, because the old men drink, buy you drinks like yeah, and the drinks that are, are like all vodka. Yeah. That is my dream. Yeah. yeah. Old men buying me but straight up vodka. It's also drinks. amazing because everybody's like dancing and there's screens with music videos playing and they have like the best music. It's all like Madonna and Dua Lipa and it's incredible. Yeah. They always have the best yeah. DJs there. Yeah. They, I was there once and they had this remix of like the Backyardigan song like Into the Thick of It. Oh. And then all of a sudden it's like transitioned into like like Britney Spears and I was like literally on the dance floor wasted out of my mind and I just was like this is where I'm supposed to yeah. be in this exact moment. Right. I, I almost into did. Into the thick of it. <laughs> into the thick of it. Everybody now. <laughs> Honestly though yeah there is a good gay scene though in Boston. Um, is the gay community like super small? Do you know everybody in it? Pretty much. I wouldn't say everybody but like everybody that's our age like mm -hmm. I've like either hooked up with them or hooked up with one of their friends. Okay. Or like 
and friends with them. Little ancestral so, pool. Exactly. So, it's a small that. pool. <laughs> I mean, compared to New York, it's like... I mean, New York's an ancestral pool, too. I feel but, like, like, it's, I mean, for me, it's like a kid in a candy store, like, going to a gay <laughs> oh, bar here. I it's love like, that. oh my <laughs> God. Exactly. Even the straight guys here are so different than the straight guys in Boston. Oh my like, God. Like, people actually care about what they look like when they leave the house, which is so weird. <laughs> they don't care in Boston. Oh, no. You're, you roll up to, like, brunch in sweatpants yeah. and a sweatshirt. Yeah. And that's like, oh, he looks good. Yeah. It's like, he, he, a lot of hats. He'll do. <laughs> Covering <laughs> your face. Yeah, everyone's covering their face because yeah. everyone's hungover. Everybody's like, no, bloated. not today. All exactly. our Boston yeah. listeners are going to be like, fuck you guys. No, hopefully you guys don't like give yeah, me hate for like shit. We're on allowed Boston. to shit on it because That's we're right, from you guys there. Are from there. It's, 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 a, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. Like, I love it because I'm from there, but right. I hate it because I'm from there. Exactly. And I feel like you're super close to your family, aren't you? Yeah, and that's why yeah. I would like could very I could like really not see myself leaving because of that but you're gonna move here I know I feel as though <laughs> listeners just want to hear a bit more about you Hayden mm-hmm. I want to hear specifically about because you as Colby said earlier have a real job yeah <laughs> I, okay aside, I understand that content creating is a real job because my job coincides right. with no. your real job mm-hmm. but i meant he had a corporate job it's so random that it happened the way it did because my full-time job i work as like a marketing manager on like influencer campaigns so i'm like constantly in contact with influencers trying to get them to like work with the brands that we work with essentially and so i'm just like inundated with instagram and youtube and tiktok like all day every day and i just see all these people that are like so freaking annoying sometimes and honestly influencers are like the hardest working people I know but they're just so easy to make fun of and so I started posting all these reels and tiktoks about like making fun of influencers and just like mimicking what they do and it kind of just took off from there (laughs) Petunia is my favorite I have a couple (laughs) different characters there's chrysanthemum Petunia um, I don't even know what the main character's name is. Like, that is, like, the one I channel the most. Yeah, who are you? It's just me, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just Hayden. I feel like I've heard Chrysanthemum the most. Chrysanthemum's good. She's a good girl. Love her to death. <laughs> we love Chrysanthemum. We do. We stand her. Garrett's my fake imaginary boyfriend and the funniest thing is that people legitimately think he's real like when people are new to following me well, I love your bio. It, say- it says Garrett is yeah. non-existent yet oh. in parentheses I like, didn't notice that. I <laughs> noticed your handle today when I went to send you something said backslash Garrett's girl. And yeah. I was like, that's me. Oh there God, you I are. I thought it said Garrett's mom. No. On, my, on your bio. <laughs> I am so blind. I was like, Garrett's mom. But it's no. not his fake boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that would be a plot twist if Garrett was my mom. Honestly, she might as well be at this point with <laughs> my relationship history. Like truly, my mom is the longest relationship I've ever been in. So Have you ever gone on a date with a Garrett? No, but I've matched on apps with Garrett's before. And I'm like, it's so funny because right after I started doing this like Garrett character thing, one of my best friends started dating somebody named Garrett. <gasps> oh my so, God. So like, I think I manifested it for the wrong person. Yeah. Like something I, went wrong in the yes. process. I'm like, like who up there? Yeah. Like fucked me over yeah. with that because it should have been my Garrett, right. not hers. Yeah. <laughs> but so when you go on dates in Boston, mm-hmm. first of all, where do you find these people? And also did they ever bring up your Instagram and your, like, your videos? I'm on literally every app known to man. Yeah. And, As a gay man and to, and to the gay species. So, <laughs> Tinder, Hinge, Raya, The League, Bumble. And you then got like, on Raya? I did, but then I got kicked off. Oh, Adam has 
a gripe with Ryan. Ryan. I'm boycotting Ryan yeah. because literally six people have referred me and they will not We've let me We've all on. given I him don't... our friend passes and he still can't they get on. They hate me. <laughs> I mean, they probably hate the gays. I think they do. Because I got kicked off of it for like lewd behavior. I literally have never sent a nude in my life. And that's the only thing I could think of that was lewd. Yeah. Unless they were talking about like my flirting skills, which is right. <laughs> So I was like, wait, why can't I log into Raya? I also got kicked off of Grindr once. For but what? I, they, said, they said it was lewd behavior. But the like, entire app is lewd behavior. I know. I'm like, I've this is literally men. I've seen DMs on there from like, and I can't it's literally control just like, myself. Dick pic, dick pic, dick yeah, pic. It's crazy. You're super hot. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm on here for to be told yeah. super hot. And then I delete it immediately after <laughs> yeah. and then download it a week later. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, all of those apps I'm on, I'm constantly talking to people but like not really looking for a relationship right now mm-hmm. i've been on a couple dates with this one guy recently and like he's definitely more into me than i am to him Ooh. and i like want to like him because like he's like perfect on paper but i just like but it's because he likes you more than you like him yeah and that's an issue yeah so hayden's in the golden position i'd rather somebody like me more than i like them because at least then i can let them down easy well i've been on both sides and they both suck yeah i'm like, like we all want what we don't have <laughs> exactly yeah. it's like my mo yeah, yeah. you want what you don't have i have had people though like be on dates and be like so like my friend i told i showed my friend your profile and like they follow you and like yeah. blah 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 and i've on i've actually had like followers set me up before with like their friends no way like literally adam are you do open that. to that totally like yeah. if they think that i'd be a good fit like if they follow me like and they see me as like a friend online i guess yeah. then like i would probably have something in common with their friend in real life but i mean it hasn't worked so yeah. <laughs> here we are <laughs> I mean, Katie and I met somebody at the bar like three weeks ago at Penny Farthing that followed both of us, I guess. And she was like, Adam, there's a gay guy here. And like, she tried to set him up. He thinks you're so hot, but I was so blacked out. And not blacked out, but (laughs) I was. You were not. You were just. I was very drunk and I was just so anxious because this girl kept coming up to us and she was like, come on, meet him, meet him, meet him. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to talk to boys. He was hot too. He was hot, so I fucked up. Well, there's also this thing where it's like, I have a gay friend. Like, everybody yeah. has a gay friend, and yeah. they think that if two people are gay, like, right. they're going to match, match like, literally yeah. match made in heaven. And it's like, just because we're both gay doesn't mean right. that we're going to fall in love and right. have this whirlwind romance. That's like every, luckily, my straight girlfriends at this point have, like, learned. Oh, same. We know your type now. Yeah, they all know my type, but, like, it used to be, oh, I know a gay guy. Do you want to meet him? Yeah. And it's like, no, not all gays are the same. So many people come up to me, and they're like, wait, I met this guy. Do you think Adam would like him? And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> You're like, yeah, immediately no. Yeah. Immediately, immediately no. no. They're like, yeah. uh, nope. Yeah. All it takes is one look. Types are weird, though. Like, I don't have a type. You're like Katie. <laughs> I thought I had a look so too, but I don't think I do either. Like, yeah. I feel like I, like, not that I've dated everyone. Well, I've gone on a lot of dates, but, like, hook up with a range of guys that I think are all attractive, and it's like... Like white blonde male, white brown hair male, Asian male. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it runs the gamut for me too. Yeah. It's like all over the place, but I think personality. That's why I say I think mm. I have a theme is because personality wise, I think I always go for the same types of guys. Like yeah, personality wise. So yeah. I think that means I don't have a type. I just have a theme. Driven has private jet. They don't have to have a private jet. They just have <laughs> yeah. to want a private jet. They have someday. to want one. They have to. They want to be able one. to afford a private jet. The ambition. I love the ambition. I no, think it's so I, hot. I think that's the biggest turn on. I think people is amb- goals. Ambition, yeah. goals, and the sense of humor. Yeah. Those are like the three things I look for in somebody. So if you don't have any of those, it's kind of just like falls flat. Stay away. Like, you don't want even to if you're the, even if you're the best looking person, yeah. and have none of those things, it's just like. Ew. Yeah. What are you doing? Lately, I think I've gone over, like, 
for ambition over looks. Mm. I think like the hot guys yeah. just like know they're hot and just like they get through life like that. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, she's gonna like me because I'm hot, which like, yeah, probably, but. Hot guys are also notoriously bad in bed. Yeah. Honestly. I agree. Well, they don't have to put any effort in in any aspect. From like everybody just will like fall for them because of how they look. It's always the wild cards that like surprise you in bed. Yeah. You're like, "Ah, I'm going to give this guy a chance. And then it's like, whoa. Glad I did. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Might be a repeat customer. (laughs) (laughs) Transaction approved. Yeah. Hayden, what is your like go-to thing to say on a dating app? Do you ask them questions first or or do you prompt them or like what happens? Yes. What's your take on banter? I has to have, there has to be like a good back and forth. Like if they can't be witty with me, but I usually let them. (laughs) They start? I let them start almost always because I'm so awkward. Like, I never know how to start a conversation. Like, what do I say? Hey, stud. Well, the good ones, the yeah. good apps, like Hinge and, like, I guess Bumble, like, I would consider somewhat good sometimes. I feel like they have the prompt, so you can at least use that as, like, an introduction into a conversation. But, like, with other apps that don't really have that, it's like, yeah. what am I going to comment on? Right. Like, your profile says you're 6'1 and live in Boston. And nice. Like, we I actually, knew that. We did Good a bit on that in terms of, like, the different apps and what each of them, like, mean. Mm-hmm. Kind of in terms of, like, hookup versus relationship, whatever. And the what we landed on is, like, Tinder, you're literally only looking based on the attractiveness of them, and it's, like, a quick swipe, but, mm-hmm. like, and you're going through prompts and, like, actually, like, to having to go through an entire profile. I have so many friends that have met their boyfriends on Hinge. I feel like it's definitely, like, my favorite app to meet people through because you actually get to know, like, their personality. And, I mean, obviously, dating apps, it's, like, I would say it's, like, 95% of, like, my first swipe right or left is mm-hmm. if I'm attracted to them, which I think is fine. Um, but then the other 5% is, like, okay, like, are they funny at all in their profile? And if they're not, I'm, like, eh. If they have, like, one bad answer to a prompt, I'm, like, it's probably not going to work. Yeah. It's going to be a no from <laughs> yeah. me, dog. But yeah. I think mm-hmm. If you saw a hot guy at a bar, you're more likely to go up and... With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail, 
cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or Mm -hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! Talk to them and shoot your shot, I guess, Mm. with that guy than just like a random like scrub at the end of the bar. But everyone's version of what's the attractive guy at the bar and who's the scrub is different. Yeah, totally. Someone that I look at that I'm like, that guy's hot, Colby's going to be like, he's a scrub. Aiden, what's your take on like meeting people at bars? Like, are you good at going up and introducing yourself to people, or what's like the? It depends on what state of mind I'm in most (laughs) of the time. If I'm like if I'm dead sober, like I would literally like never go up to somebody at a bar because I'm just painfully awkward. If I'm wasted, then you could tell me to do anything and I will do it. And so if my friends are like, oh, that guy's hot. He, you just walked by him and he looked at you. I'm like, hey, want to get married? You're like, say no more. <laughs> like, Let's go home right now. He's like, I'm straight. This, I'm is, this, this is not a gay bar. Hey, want to get married? <laughs> Literally. It, that's a good opener. Maybe yeah, I should say I that. So. I feel like we should just go on Hinge later and message people, hey, want to get married and see, see what happens. Yes. We should literally post that as a story reel of just us going on our Hinge and messaging, hey, want to get married down the line. It's, yeah. Isn't that kind of funny? I'm going to, I'll remember I, I it in my head because yeah. I fully intend on doing it later. <laughs> it's Honestly, though, no, I feel like it's a good, it's a good thing. I'm yeah. not like the, I'm not definitely usually not the type of person to like go up to somebody random, mm-hmm. but that's also because like I usually go out to like not gay bars. Like, so I never yeah. know if somebody's actually gay unless I'm like yeah. doing that eyes across the room stare thing, which you probably know about. I think I have a good gaydar, but I always like straight guys first. My yeah. name is literally fully straight guys. Yeah. <laughs> like not the least bit gay. Like, no. Just yeah. Straight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Same. But I, I actually think I have a horrible gaydar, to be honest. Mm. Like my gaydar is horrible. Hey, if you if you saw me at a bar, would you be like, he's a homo? <laughs> Are you, have you, have we met yet or no? No. I don't know. It would depend on like your like stance, I guess, <laughs> and like what you're drinking. There's a lot of context clues. Like, I do I feel not like that's, pose yes, like that. Yes, you do. When you talk, I, you talk with your hands. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting in an I'm awkward position. No, I mean, I, I when I when I'm drunk, I do like become more gay. Like it just like happens progressively throughout the night. Like if I have like two martinis, like my wrist starts to get like limp, like literally. <laughs> there's pictures of me I need to find these pictures for you guys later where my friends took of me and I'm literally at the bar like this like I'm bending and snapping but not bending or snapping I just have the, like yeah, the hands the, like the this position. from Legally Blonde your post and I'm like your post bend and snap and I'm like I need to never do that again yeah. like I need to wear like some type of wrist brace when I go out or something you but... need like a belt around <laughs> your elbows to keep them down by your side yeah no so I, I'm definitely the type of person that people can tell I'm gay from across the room but like Good for that. Yeah. <laughs> At least they know. At least they have a show. Yeah. It's, it's my a ba- flare it's gun. My, it's my bat. Yeah. What is it? The Batman signal? Yeah. Like yeah. up into the sky. Like yeah. who here? And, and it's good at straight bars because it's yeah. like, are they called straight bars or... I, right. I, call, I call them straight bars I do too. personally, I so do too. they must be straight bars. Just a bar. Yeah, just bars. They don't have any, they're, they're non-denominational. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they're all inclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All inclusive. I like that. Have you ever had like a bad dating experience that's like a good story? I have left in the middle of a date once. Oh my oh. god, that's because epic. So I went out with this guy and it was through an, I forget what app it was. I think it was probably Tinder and he was cute. Like wasn't a catfish or anything, but the whole time we were at dinner, 
he literally, we were like 30 minutes into the dinner and we had gotten a drink and an app and he had not asked me a single question. And I felt like I was interviewing him. Like I literally was like, give me your cover letter. Like I was, I knew everything about this guy and he not once was like, what about you? Not even like an easy question. Like, tell me about your family, your siblings, anything like that. What do you do for work? That's so and strange. he hadn't asked me a single question and the waitress comes over she's like do you want to put in any entrees and I'm like no like I, I think we're good to go and he's like no no we should get like a meal or something and I was like honestly like I'm all set and he was like okay and then I was like I'll take the check and I literally just gave the waitress my card and was like nice to meet you and like, you literally out. just sit at that table awkwardly <laughs> until she brought the check back yeah I like took out my phone. I was like, I'm not trying to impress this guy anymore. I can scroll through Instagram for a little. He really liked to talk about himself. Okay. And I get that too. Like I'm my own biggest fan and I love As to talk about be. myself. Yeah. But yeah. I also know like social awareness wise, like you kind of have to ask somebody questions on a date if you're like actually trying to get to know them. Yeah, 100%. I try to always think about that when I'm on a date. If I feel like I'm talking a lot, I'm like, okay, I need to ask some questions. There needs to be a back and forth. Yeah, and like balanced. Yeah. I love that banter and there was literally none of that banter that's on that so date. We it was that. horrible. We love banter. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. We live and die. I'm going to get banter tattooed on my pecs. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Colby. I think we've reached the part of the episode where Colby time. has a listener question. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. I think it's going to be so fun to have like another person give the advice because normally it's just me, Katie Colby. I know. All right, Colby. Okay. Let's we, need some, we need some new input. Um. Okay. So this girl wrote in and said she's been dating her boyfriend for five and a half years and he's never had a job during it. She's always paid for everything, done everything financially to support the two of them. And he's been getting his CPA and now is in law school, which sounds like such a red flag, LMAO. But he lets me be in control of everything in every situation and doesn't have a problem with it because he knows it calms my anxiety and puts me on a pedestal and tells me every day how proud of me he is and how obsessed with me he is and does like everything around the house so I can overlook the fact that he doesn't contribute financially to our relationship. So I do feel like sometimes certain icks, which typically no financial support would be one for me, can be overlooked depending on how they show up in areas of the relationship. They still have to make up for the thing you're overlooking, in my opinion. That would not fly with me. I would not. I don't care if he's my personal cleaning lady and puts me on a pedestal and thinks I'm amazing. He should if I'm paying for his life. Yeah, you should be legitimately the queen of his existence. Which it sounds like she is, but like also, what the hell? Like this guy has legitimately no money to the point where he can't contribute anything. Well, the fact he's in school, so I guess Which is that's fair. one so thing. So I think I think maybe it would make sense if she's like more contributing financially, like if they're going out to dinner. Yeah, there has to be balance. Yeah. Like it can't be. And I get that he like dotes on her and cleans up the house and but it sounds like to me that she he doesn't even like plan dates or do anything like do something inexpensive like go yeah. on a freaking picnic or a right. walk and it sounded yeah. like what she said that like he doesn't take initiative which is very unattractive to me yeah not everything has to be a michelin star restaurant date like, yeah i don't know but also we only 50 percent. Really, we didn't get yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, <only 50%. laughs> we definitely didn't get those details of, like maybe this guy is planning dates like this or something like that but also I don't know. Like, that just seems weird to me. It's been a very rude awakening for me growing up and realizing how expensive it is just to, like, be alive. Like, paying rent, Mm -hmm. buying groceries, going to dinners, and buying clothes. Like, you have to figure out, like, what you can spend and budget. And, like, everybody has different 
salaries and can afford different things, whatever. But like for me, having to pay for everything on my own has been like shocking to realize how much just like regular life costs. And I can't imagine having to like fully support somebody else. Wait, did she also no matter. did she mention she's paying rent as well? Like is it like Yeah, like I can't imagine like she said she pays for everything. Oh my God. That has to create a like, lot of resentment, yeah. though, for her. Yeah. yeah. In I would feel, years. like, awkward, too, if somebody was, like, paying my rent, paying for my groceries, paying for everything. The truth of the matter is, you should have someone that loves you, dotes on you, treats you super well, and pays for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, not be cut as justification for you paying for yeah, their exactly. bills. They yeah. don't have to pay for you, necessarily. Like, yeah. They just have to pay for themselves. Just pay their half. Right. Like, I'm not saying the guy needs to pay for all your stuff. Like, I honestly am a big proponent of, like, 50-50 splitting things. Yeah. It sounds like he's, like, taking advantage of her yeah. kindness, Well, it too. sounds like someday he's going to be successful, and we'll give him that, the fact that he's getting his cpa and now in law school but like or there comes a the time place? right yeah there comes a time if you're five and a half years together and he's already gotten his cpa and in law school like you're out of college for quite some time mm-hmm. i assume like we need to figure out where we're going i, guess, I mean i guess i would ask myself like what what would happen if I were to run out of money tomorrow? Like if I couldn't pay for him anymore. I want to know what she does because like, I want to be able to pay for all that. <laughs> yeah, but life is so unpredictable. Like if she lost yeah. her job tomorrow, if another COVID situation happened and yeah. everybody got laid off. Yeah. Like what would they do? Also, yeah. like is she going to inherit all of his debt from law school? And right, that's a whole yeah. other aspect. That's like a whole other thing. That's going to be like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars of debt. Like is Ew, she going to have to help so him gross. pay off? Imagine they break up after. This situation she's oh, gonna be like whoa i just literally funded this guy for four and a half years i know like obviously this is kind of like hard maybe hear, she's the, right? she could but, see it as like an investment though too like she's like paying for him right now and hopefully down the road he'll be you know the provider the provider for her i will also say like i have a co-worker who she's a little bit older like 29 um 28 and she is dating a guy who is in med school like his entire 20s mm-hmm. and they've been dating for a while and they're from chicago and she was like yeah i mean like obviously he's not making any money during medical school so i definitely like pick up a lot of like money things but it's definitely not a she's supporting the entire thing it's like hmm. she just has more of a split of some of their expenses yeah. because he's not making any money like he's in med school but it's not I, would, I think that makes 100% sense as well I don't think like if she told me I'm paying for every single thing and he doesn't even have him, a job and he doesn't even have a job he's just like going to med school or whatever and like and like also I mean in med school I guess it's different because you do get paid like mm-hmm. a small amount I, but in law school I think you do yeah, internships you start, and you still yeah becoming like a, like a paralegal or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. yeah I think my advice is like they need to have a conversation about it like it seems like this is clearly bothering this girl like mm-hmm. she needs to bring it up exactly she yeah. would not yeah. message us if it didn't bother her so she needs she to bring it she has to be we love you and we want the best for you I really do want the best for you I also want to know like what you do do you need a sugar baby in Boston yeah, yeah seriously um, because I am available and I will put you on a pedestal yeah. <laughs> you didn't put you on a pedestal literally the and that is still like you deserve and I, I i'll make i make okay money so i can help you out there <laughs> sugar, sugar mama like, would be nice. it can be 50 50 it can be 50 50 I, mean, I have a follow-up question to this that's somewhat related so in a relationship does it matter to you how much your partner makes in comparison to you it matters a lot to me because it's not very hard to make more money than i do so <laughs> It, I think they should make more. <laughs> I feel like if you ask most straight guys that, 
like they would say it mattered to them yeah yeah just because their ego yeah because of their ego but like i think i it's kind of the same thing for me like i think i have kind of like an ego thing and i would want my significant other to make i always say it's like literally one penny more than me more than you yeah, yeah more than me because but also like i think it's important that you both have similar financial goals like i know what i want someday like i want right. an apartment in tribeca and i want my house in montauk and like if they don't have <laughs> those similar financial goals and like i don't know similar like income levels or whatever or ambitions that like match up with that then it's probably not like the right fit i feel like like if i was making significantly more than someone i feel like i'd feel like weird about it that makes me think about the wife in crazy rich asians who has to like hide her jewelry (gasps) from her husband because she's like embarrassed (laughs) that she can buy herself nice things Mm -hmm. like i also thought about this the other day with like taylor swift and joe alwyn because like taylor swift is like the richest freaking celebrity yeah yeah he's also well off because of his his career but like isn't that like she has like seven houses how do you not feel like there has to be some imbalance right yeah i would feel funny about it i guess Mm -hmm. if you're with the right person you'll never it's not gonna bother you but like i don't i don't know i feel kind of i think it's fine as long as you try to still make the relationship like a 50 50 thing in terms of like okay let's say like i'm a multi-bajillionaire like and i have seven houses or whatever and i end up with somebody who makes like significantly less like maybe like eighty five thousand dollars a year or something like that than a bajillionaire but like i would still try to offer her to buy things and offer her to pay for things mm. you know yeah. or like yeah try you would it. want them to yeah. Yeah. i don't, I don't want, want your money, money. <laughs> i bought it off of you keep your money <laughs> yeah me to my dad uh, after he paid for me to go to college or something, like coming home from Starbucks and giving him a coffee. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like people being like me handing my dad the coffee I bought him with his credit card. <laughs> <laughs> well, money in relationships in any relationship, friendships, who you're dating, even with yeah. your parents, it's tough. Like, I feel like there's money complicates things so much, but so they're like, much. they're such important conversations to be had around it, especially when it comes like to like relationships point, in your life. At what point in dating do you figure out how much money they make? Like I, when you're getting married, you know, I, I can confidently say I've never gotten to that yeah, point. Same. I don't know. Um, what is it like a couple months in? I was talking to a guy for like, probably like a year, maybe like eight months or nine months. And we started having like surface level conversations about it. Mm-hmm. And then like, it spiraled into it because I started giving him like some career advice and stuff like that. And then we started talking a little bit more about money. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that had something to do with it, but that was at like the one year mark, but I don't, I, we never explicitly were like, I make this much or I mm-hmm. make this much. It was more just like, I know a ballpark of what they make. Yeah. Based on certain conversations we've had. Yeah. But I think in terms of like telling, I think it's also tacky to tell oh, somebody, yeah. Oh, this is my salary. And this is my bonus. And how much I'm oh, making per year. 100%. I think that's like a tacky thing to say. Yeah. But I think that a conversation about money, like naturally that those things come up, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be weird to not know how much your boyfriend makes like, mm, after yeah. years of dating. Then but. you get into an Erica Jane situation. Oh God. She literally on the episode last night, she was like, all of the finances were held at Girardi Keys and I don't work there. And I was like, okay, so you just don't know where any of your money comes from. Yeah. This it's was wild. also banking, bankrolling 20. 20 mil. Like a <laughs> she month. has a whole glam yeah. squad of like forty thousand dollars yeah. a month. Yeah. It's like crazy. Okay, so you can afford She's that. You know where that money's coming yeah. from? Yeah. yeah. Credit card that just does she did. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it well, got it, refilled with twenty million dollars. And then she's like, I don't know where the money comes from. I yeah. just spend it. Yeah. yeah. So you think she lied? Yeah. I think she knew. Or knew. I think she what knew something. She, she thinks she knew something was fishy, but she never asked questions yeah. about it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's what I think. She knew something was up, and she was like, I'm going to ride this out yeah. because I'm benefiting from it. Right. I'm getting famous. He's bankrolling my yeah. entire singing career. 
and I'm just gonna ride this wave until it crashes, and it crashed yeah. really bad. Wait, but she's yeah. not, she's not going to jail, right? It was word. like a tidal wave. I don't think they'll be able to prove that she knew anything. Yeah. Didn't they have, like, all of their shit burglarized, though? Like, burglarized right before some yeah. proceeding? Yeah. Every Beverly Hills housewife oh has been Dorit. burglarized recently. Oh, okay, well, I saw about Dorit, and that's Kyle. Sad. Kyle so has, sad. too. Kyle, yeah. I've got her entire so house sad. ripped apart, right? Mm. Yeah, well... The new house. How does that yeah. happen? Don't they have security? Yeah, well, Dorit, like, has just, like, a regular gate that mm. you would you just have. You could hop over. Yeah. But like <laughs> any old thing, I, and hop I on over. Not this old thing. This. I'm in New York. I would not be able to <laughs> like do that. It to be known. Yeah. Disclaimer. No, but her kids were home, and she was robbed at gunpoint, and the guy said to kill her. Like I can't even imagine. Yeah, wow. And her kids were there, and her husband was in London. But you have it's to wonder, like, because like, like all the Beverly Hills housewives, like there's a correlation there between flaunting their wealth yeah. and they've all like the fact that three right. of them have been robbed nobody yeah. from any other city has been robbed right. not that they deserve it absolutely mm-hmm. not but it's nobody like we all know robbed, what you have but like because you show us yes yeah. kathy hilton is like god's gift to this earth and also last <laughs> night when she was like me and rick eat dinner on like tv tray as well watching a show because it's cozy and i'm like you are so wealthy and you sit with like your tv tray meal that's the type of life yeah. i want me too it sounds See, that's where the lovely. that's where the money doesn't yeah. come into play it's no. like as long as i'm sitting on a yeah. couch and eating a tv, TV dinner, dinner. Yeah. <laughs> nothing better than with, some beef stew and broccoli <laughs> oh my god no truly there's yeah. nothing better in this world no nothing there's not better. i don't think you could ask for anything more and with that guys we're done. It's we're done. Yeah. We're signing off. Right there. Signing because off. Because you guys started talking about people I don't know. So we're done. <laughs> I don't know the housewife drama. So we're, we're, we're done. We'll fill you in at drinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get some drinks. It's time to be a dinner. I'm starving. We'll fill you in. Yeah. We're going right. to get some drinks. So thanks for listening, guys. And thanks, Hayden, for joining thanks, us. Hayden. Thank you guys for having me. I'm honored to and be yours. here. Yeah. It's and been fun. And we will fun. talk to you guys all next Tuesday. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.